You are listening to the She Leads Me podcast with Kim Walls, CEO and co-founder of Fortuna Skin. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible female business owners and leaders, tools for you on your personal and professional journey, and needed conversation and education to equip you with the tools to forge your path in today's world. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women who are seeking a different type of conversation, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Hey everyone, Heather Simpson here. Welcome to the She Leads Me podcast. We just got back from beautiful sunny San Diego and led the most amazing group through our annual Nourish Retreat that we host every single year. It's a business planning retreat that we do and it's just, it's an incredible uh, setup. We go to the Hotel Del Coronado down in the San Diego area. And it's just the perfect space to get away from our day to day and create for ourselves and for our business and for our future and really make sure that we take that time to do that, to nourish ourselves and our businesses and speak to the entirety of who we are as a woman, not just who we are as a professional woman. And so we we led a group. There were nine of us down there. We were able to make it happen this year, despite all of the different things that came up, um, you know, due to COVID. And we were able to put together a safe and fun environment and make sure that we were highly productive in doing so. And, you know, not wasting anybody's time. We weren't there to only have fun. We were there to get some work done. And boy, did we get some work done. It was just really incredible, really amazing. And really brought to light what a lot of women need. A lot of women need that group collaboration. They need that time to spend together, to spend brainstorming, to spend lifting each other up, to to help really work through some sticky points or problems in our businesses, to be there to support each other and truly cheer each other on when they hit some exciting accomplishments and not underneath feel jealous. So the biggest request that we get at She Leads Me that we've gotten over the years is we need a high level mastermind group, a group that gets together, a group that has continuous accountability, a group that helps each other out and is truly there to support each other on our endeavors and aren't jealous of the accomplishments that we achieve. We need a higher level conversation. We don't just need surface level introductions and conversations. We need next level, Heather. That's what we need. And we've been able to accomplish this at our nurse retreat. And so for a couple of years in a row now, we have women that come back like, yep, that is it. That is the thing that I need to move the needle forward in my business and to accomplish what I set out to accomplish. And then we all go home. (laughs) We come together for an amazing three, four days, build our business plans, have collaboration, have brainstorming, really have some huge aha moments. And then we all go home. And so we've finally, we've been working on this for a while now, and we finally are ready to introduce you to something very exciting that I'm really, really proud of. And it's called the Premier Leadership Collective. And it does just that. It does just what people have been asking. It takes a group of women 
an intimate group of women. So we don't have it in, in massive, we don't have a lot of space for this. We have it kept to a, a lower number amount so that we can have that level of trust within the group. We can get to everybody. We do have room for everyone. And we gather together once a month to have those next level conversations and to help you stay accountable to the things that you set out to do. We then are hosting like little mini nourish retreats once a quarter. And so for 10 months, you get monthly connection with other women. Once a quarter, we're going to do these quarterly planning events where we plan the next quarter of your business. Because if you've done business planning with me, you know that we do an overall mapping of your year, but then we really break it out into 12-week chunks to hit the maximum level of success. And we help you accomplish all of that all within the uh, beautiful setting of having the most noteworthy women in the room with us. So we've just launched that. We've just announced it. We've already had a handful of people apply and join our group. And so we're really thrilled and excited. We do have some space left and we get started on November 2nd. So by the time that you hear this recording, you're going to have a couple weeks to look at our website premierleadershipcollective.com. Check it out. See if it would be a good fit for you. It's not going to be a good fit for everybody. And we know that. We know that it's going to appeal to a very specific person. That might be you. So I really encourage you to check it out and see if you can join us. Because of the nature of doing things online, you can join us from anywhere in the world. I know we have a very large worldwide listener base here. So if you're craving this for you and your business, I really encourage you to go check it out. Again, that's premierleadershipcollective.com and check out the program and see if it would be a good fit for you. Speaking of nourishment of our bodies and of our skin, more along the lines of, we have today's guest who is Kim Walls and she is the clean beauty creator, and CEO. Her resume will make your eyes pop. She is the founder of so many incredible, incredible products and has the most amazing accomplishments that she has done and sought out for herself. I really loved having this conversation with her. She is the co-founder of Fortuna Skin, which sells natural skincare products. Her mission is promoting safe and natural ingredients and beauty products. And she has made it her like life's mission to do that. You'll find her working hands-on with doctors, nurses, lab chemists, whatever it takes to make sure that she's researching and developing clean beauty products that propel the industry forward. And we talk a lot about it. We talk a lot about that today. We speak to how do we know if it's actually clean or not? There might be things that get kind of the seal of approval, but she talks about different things that you can look for to make sure that it's actually things that really replenish the skin, nourish you. And we just, we can't wait to hear what you think about this business guru and beauty expert. So please welcome to the podcast, the amazing Kim Walls. Hello, Kim. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Leads Me podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me here. I've been looking forward to this all week. Yes, me too. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you and so excited to introduce you to our audience. Why don't you go ahead and start by letting them know who you are and what it is that you do. Okay. Uh, Well, my name is Kim Walls. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Fortuna Skin, 
as well as uh, the founder or co-founder of several other brands. I've spent my whole life, it literally whole life, in this industry. Um, my father was a founder as well in the skincare industry. So people say I was born into beauty, which turns out is a pretty fun thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my school background uh, is anthropology, people. I love people and the cultures they create, which translates very well to brand. Uh, the things I'm good at are more related to the sort of marketing uh, product creation piece. I'm a product creator. And the things that I have gotten good at because I had to were things I know that you think a lot about and talk a lot about, like productivity hacks and mm -hmm. you know, yes. making sure to know how to read the financials and building teams and all that sort of stuff. So I've been at it about 25 years and um, really love what I do. That's amazing. And so your the brand Fortuna Skin, how mm -hmm. long has that been around? Has that been around 25 years or? Oh, no. <laughs> so I've launched many <laughs> brands. Um, this one launched in November, but we've been this year. Uh, well, just last year. But oh, we've great. been working on it. Yeah, we've been working on it for over four years at this point. So it Excellent. started with a... Yeah, with a, a wild farm uh, in Sicily where we wild forage our ingredients and has taken a long time to figure out how to take those beautiful plants from the ground and turn them into high performance skincare. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, we need to, where are you right now? Are you in the States? Are you, where are you? Los Angeles. Okay. The Excellent. city of angels. <laughs> the city of angels. But you clearly do a lot of travel, especially it sounds like you're pretty hands-on with the development of this brand and this product if you're traveling to Italy and, and, and being really part of like the, um, the research, right, that goes into oh, yeah. what you guys are producing. Tell us a yeah. bit about, tell us a bit about that. Like how, um, how did you realize that, that was an important thing to you to start to do and then kind of your steps along deciding how you're going to approach building this brand. Sure. So <clears throat> I've been formulating in what we now call clean beauty for my whole career uh, and always wanted to, you know, the goal is always to create very high performance products using natural ingredients and that we've had tons of challenges from processing methods to we meaning the industry to how products are preserved to potency, degrading of potency over time, all kinds of challenges. And when I met uh, my co-founder, Agatha Luzzo, she and her husband had have a farm in Sicily that started off as a, a promise that Steve made to his grandmother when he was 10 to go find the land that was where she was from originally and, and buy it for her because she missed it so much. And so as, a, as an adult, he, he kept that promise and they started an olive oil farm over about a decade ago now really was kind of when all the building started happening for that wow. and when Agatha and I met she was showing me all the different plants on the farm there's uh, a PhD who works there double PhD in botanist and biology who works on the farm who's Sicily's foremost authority on the plants there and um, <clears throat> he had documented about 80 different medicinal plants and the various healing benefits of those plants and so when I saw that, I was like a kid in a candy store. It was really clear immediately that we had an opportunity to do something very special with these plants when it comes to skincare. So it was, 
it was very instant when we met each other where you have sort of and plus Agatha's incredible you know she's a supermodel and a mom of four and um really just a powerful person when it comes to wanting to see things come to life so the two of us had had a lot to talk about very quickly and one of the first things she said was you have to go to the farm you have to see what it's really all about there and that's that's how it started but to your point i do love to travel i travel all over the place it's been a huge part of my life and always i go find the skincare ingredients and raw materials that are wherever i am usually looking for indigenous people's methods plants the ethnobotany and the ethnomedicine of it all so from oh, from wow. africa <laughs> from africa to different places in europe all over the place i i like to go experience the land firsthand that's amazing is that something so you, you know you're born into beauty as you call it was that something that was modeled to you or is that a um curiosity and passion that you found just kind of being immersed in the beauty industry how did you kind of always navigate towards clean beauty? Well, I think it, I didn't know any other way. So my mother lived in Idaho. My dad lived in Hollywood. My mother lived in Idaho and I split my time between them. And so with my mom, it was a big farm, a 30 acre ranch where our closest neighbors were a mile away. And I would be, if I was hungry, I would literally go like climb a fruit tree and get food. I'd be out <laughs> on my pony for you know, six, eight hours at a time. And it wasn't, yeah. it was a very different kind of way of living. And my mother was really, really into healthy, organic, fresh. You know, when it came to the chicken we would eat, like I would see it be killed that morning and then feathered, mm -hmm. <laughs> plucked and all of that. And that's mm -hmm. what we would eat. So there was always a relationship with food of all kinds that was, uh, immediate, tangible, visible. And so I didn't know any other way really. And when I started looking at the products that my dad was formulating, I saw some things in there that I knew from research and curiosity to your point, really shouldn't be there anymore. Like there, there were sort of old methods of formulating, like using parabens and different things. And so I'd say, Papa, you know, let's, let's talk about these formulas. And yeah. I always loved, uh, he's long gone now, but I was, we, we bonded a lot over work and the conversations that we would have around it. Um, so the, the knowledge that, or sort of the experience of what fresh really means paired with an opportunity to do something about creating more freshness in other areas, plus that natural curiosity for just people and cultures around the world sort of mashed up together to yeah. get me here. Amazing. I want to go back a little bit to growing up with the life that you had, like two very different, you know, you talk about Hollywood and Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being immersed in, you know, like the more natural side and then like the beauty side with your father and then like merging those two together. Talk to us a little bit about your path, like at the beginning stages that led you to where you are today um, tell us a little bit about that journey and, and, and how you kind of na navigated to where you are. Sure. Uh, I, I had, I was always allowed to do whatever I wanted when it comes to exploring, like for in school, for example, no one ever said to me, Oh, what are you going to do with your degree? What you need to study something practical. That wasn't part of my, uh, the lexicon, my parents' lexicon. So, I just always, literally always studied what I loved to the point where by my junior year, I still hadn't chosen a major and hadn't really even considered it and went into the counselor's office. They said, you have to choose a major. And I was like, what am I closest to? And I said, oh, actually you already have anthropology 
uh, you enough units there. So that could be your measure. I was like, great, finished. Uh, so <laughs> check, check that box. And then I started taking graduate classes in anthropology because I really, really loved the work and the, the school's position was, oh, you don't, you, know, you can take literally anything you want. All you need is units. You're not working toward any sort of completion sure. of any program. Sure. So in the graduate classes, um, it was the late 90s. I got super interested in uh, social media, which wasn't called social media at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it was sort of the, you know, the 90s boom of technology, the first wave. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to work. So I, I created a major at the school or a focus called the Anthropology of New Media and um, started focusing on where healthcare and behavior sort of all intersected. And so one of my first really fun jobs out of school, I was brought in as the skincare guru, quote unquote, their words, not mine, um, for a technology company that was working to bridge the gap between traditional medicine and allopathic medicine. So at that time, people were afraid to tell their doctors they were taking vitamins because that was considered like crazy, uh, crazy. Mm, yeah. Not, not, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> you take, if you were taking vitamin D, you were woo woo. Uh -huh. uh, so, and it was, there were a lot of contraindications between medicine and vitamins that really the health professionals needed to know about. So that was the goal there. And it ultimately dissolved that company did, uh, and was absorbed by WebMD. So after that, um, I started, I went back to school for a master's degree in nutrition and then when I was first pregnant, I went shopping for skincare for children and was disappointed by everything. Mm. You know, even the quote unquote natural brands were still using mm -hmm. things that I knew weren't okay. And so started my first uh, brand actually with that. I had started a different company, a distribution company before that, opening domestic and international territories in the skincare industry. I mean, it's sort of long and winding, I guess. I'm sort of boring myself right now as I listen no, to it. No, I think um, it's fascinating. <laughs> I think that it's also really good to talk about those things because, you know, as people are on their paths and they do feel like it's long and winding, they often question themselves and have like the doubt. So I think that it's great actually to talk about <laughs> it because that's just part of life. And sometimes it takes us a few different switchbacks to get to where we need to be, you yeah. know? Yeah, the common thread was always skincare um, yeah. and and makeup and beauty, the beauty industry. And so went through you know a few different types of companies and um, always stayed true to that fascination with technology and with the beauty industry and the different positions. Um, sold a company that was in duress, you know, rebuilt it, restructured it, hired a team, cleaned it up, and sold it to you know, a big venture capitalist in our space, which was fun. It felt good. And then started after that, I wasn't quite sure what would be next. So I co-founded um, a few different brands and at that time and started doing formulation for other people and really just sort of exploring, kind of like taking handfuls of seeds and throwing them yeah. up in the air to see what would happen. And then when I met Agatha and started to learn more about this farm and the opportunity and it, really the chance to create truly innovative methods for processing. Like we use something called our sound bath method to get those raw materials out of the plants. Mm. Uh, and so that was that. So that's what I'm doing now and what I imagine we'll be doing for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. That's amazing. 
talk to us a little bit about on your journey in paths. You've mentioned co-founding like quite a few different things. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there are people looking to create partnerships and do that type of stuff in their day to day right now. How did you go about choosing your partnerships? Like, how did you go about finding the right people and the right mission that was a good fit for you? Do you, when you say partnerships, do you mean like influencer collaborations or what kind of partnerships are you thinking about? Business or even just like working together with a team to co-found a brand, like what, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes struggle with the, do I do this on my own? Do I work with the team? At what capacity do I work with the team? Um, sure. And, and you, <clears throat> you, it's doing it a couple a few different times. And I think that the, the insights into that would be really helpful. Got for it. Yep. I've done it a lot of different ways. That's true. Alone, venture funded, friends and family funded, um, privately funded, uh, with people, <laughs> with partners, without partners. It's true. I, I would say this, I really, really love people and I love working with people. And I very deeply, truly believe that we can be our best selves in, co in, in collaboration with each other. So finding the right people to work with, I think is much better mm -hmm. than trying to do something alone. Although sometimes mm -hmm. the only way to get started is to do it alone and it's to power through, mm -hmm. learn new things. Uh, when it comes to sort of choosing, you had mentioned sort of selecting, choosing the people who, um, who I want yeah. to work with. It's always people who are better at something important and critical than I am. That's, a, that's an absolute mm -hmm. essential. <laughs> we can't have too much overlapping yeah. skill sets. Um, and I, I, they need to be essentially workaholics, people who really, truly understand work ethic because there's no, yeah. it doesn't work to be, as a person, you know, I think it's different for everybody. If you had somebody who truly only wants to work eight hours a day, partnering with somebody like me, there's going to be resentment on both sides. So you have yes. to have, I think, a really balanced work ethic and not to say that one is better than the other. So that's why I'm saying like, mm -hmm. for me, I needed workaholics mm -hmm. around me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I think it's important to work with people who have a track record. You know, they've, if you're, mm -hmm. if you're really, if you're going to build something that is a dream to you, you need to be around people who have done, have a history of excelling of exceeding expectations of uh doing things that are hard and not you know, and and hopefully have had some failures too because people who give up easily aren't going to be able to get through creating something mm -hmm. from nothing mm -hmm. do you mainly find out these answers just through a lot of just really honest conversations on the front end or do you guys do some trial projects before you i guess you know, I'm just wondering how you really ensure that people are who they say they are, or it's, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it, sometimes you just don't know till you're in it. Yeah. I unfortunately no, have had that true. experience too, right? So what, have it just been like conversations <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I have to, at this point in my life, uh, it is people who I, I have enough people who I've already worked with who are just superstars in my eyes. I just really believe in them. And at this point, it's either I've worked with them or someone I know and trust has worked with them intimately, yeah. like Excellent. deeply in, in a way where you know these things. So mm -hmm. I, I really 
really put a lot of stock in what my team has to say about who they want to be working with. And Mm -hmm. that's so far working really well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Love that. That's really very valuable. Talk to us about, um, I'm intrigued to know how you keep yourself from playing small, because that's where I think a lot of us kind of gravitate towards when we're trying something new. We keep it a little bit closer, um, you know, but you're talking about multiple different ventures going international, you know, like you, you are playing bigger and I love Mm -hmm. that. How do you keep yourself from from playing small in times that feels pretty vulnerable and, and maybe a little scary. Uh, I literally have the book play bigger. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Uh, here we go. It's how pirates, dreamers, and innovators create and dominate markets. Play bigger. I have not heard of that book yet. I am going to order that now. <laughs> Call is ending after this and I'm ordering the book. (laughs) Um, It's a daily reminder. It's, it was a decision at one point. I wanted to play small for a long time um, because it felt safe. And, uh, and I just made the decision. It was really, it was like a switch. I don't want to, here's the bottom line. If you're playing, if you're building something small, takes as much time, resource, dedication, energy, as building something big. Mm. So why bother build something small? <laughs> right. That's, that's really, that's, that's my favorite quote for this week. <laughs> it takes the same amount of energy. You are totally right. You are totally right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So talk to us now. Okay. The brand that you're building now launched almost, I mean, you're coming up on a year. Tell mm-hmm. us more about the brand um how has this journey been for you with a a a new partnership a new uh product four years in the making but like officially launched now how's it been going shockingly well given we are we launched in the time of a pandemic Mm -hmm. and we have fires all around us right now in California. It's been insane. We have, you know, the political situation that we do. And what that really means is a lot of people feeling very angsty and Mm -hmm. uh, upset all the time all around us. Uh, You know, but a lot of, it's we're a luxury skincare brand. So we had a lot of questions around when people Mm -hmm. are kind of tightening their belt due to their own uncertainty, what would that mean to us in our category? And so really we have had a lot of concerns along the way. And I think the best thing that's done for us is put us on high alert to not take any wins for granted and really try to dig in and understand where we weren't, why, you know, why we weren't winning if, when we weren't winning from an activity perspective, mm-hmm. right? If, if X, Y, and Z are winning and A, B, and C aren't, let's really sort of dig in and immerse in evaluate our assumptions, reevaluate our assumptions. It's been a time of high alert. And I think that's been very positive for us as a team and as a new brand. The goal is, you know, what we're making is is high performance organic skincare products. And that doesn't really exist on the market. You've got clean products, quote unquote, although I was looking at the 
Beauty Awards from Allure this morning and they had winners in their clean category that are literally still using petroleum byproducts. And mm. so I, <laughs> we still need to work on our definitions, I guess. Yeah. Um, major media, especially putting things out there. But in any case, um, it's been a, an incredibly successful year, uh, a very positive mm. year because we're still here and we're still growing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're yes. still learning and uh we still like each other <laughs> so <laughs> that first uh, year of launch is the toughest so if yeah. that's a you know a really good sign <laughs> yeah yeah first year on and with with toughness on like I mean, plus we make our products in Milan right so the first place mm. that got hit of course was China it went straight to Italy Italy was the workforce was obliterated we had inventory issues we have uh, you know, people, just crazy things happening starting all the way from January. So right. we hit market in November and then all of this started for us because of, because we're an Italian brand in January. So right. it was pretty immediate oh uh, chaos gosh. to be born yeah. into. Yeah. But, and you guys yeah. have figured out how to navigate through that. I mean, it's, yeah. is it better now than it was in January? <laughs> It is. Yes. It's, I mean, the last month has been, we have our conference calls. It it has helped that we've always been remote. We set up with the intention of being a remote company. Mm -hmm. So we hired for that personality type and we um, put in the infrastructure to support it. We're, we're, many of us are moms, but Agatha and I are both moms. So, and I've worked at home for many, many years. I've even led seminars on like the future of work and how to work from home. So this idea being built into our business DNA has been, we were very lucky that worked yeah. out well for us. That it, yeah. that part wasn't hard, but we get yeah. on these Zoom calls and we you know, check, take everybody's pulse and the pulse of the business, all those things. And uh, these last few calls, these sort of weekly calls have felt amazing like oh my god it's you know things are gelling and there's sort of less tension and the business is starting to get its own legs rather than you know trying to push a boulder now like a square boulder now we've got there a couple edges forming so it's starting to roll a little bit yeah (laughs) Uh, so easier to move it feels good easier to Mm -hmm. move exactly yeah Yeah. so So it feels good yeah congratulations that's so exciting I mean I cannot even imagine you put yourself out there, you're playing big, you're launching a new thing. All of these things are like, you know, crumbling around you in some way, one or another, and uh, just providing a lot of different obstacles to have to overcome. So congratulations. That's, that's a really exciting thing. I'd love to learn more and help our listeners more. Like as you know, you kind of mentioned some of the awards and like the definition of like what clean beauty is. As we're looking for things that we're putting on our skin, putting into, like, what are some of the things that we should be aware of if the definition of clean isn't really fully clean? It's like kind of clean, maybe. How do we, (laughs) how do we know what is what? (laughs) How do we know know, it's telling the truth, I guess, or telling the whole truth? Right. Uh, it's hard to know. Uh, there's the easiest tips I love to give people are if something says fragrance on the label or if it has any kind of petroleum, like mineral oil, petroleum, um, really of any kind, to 
avoid it. And it's not to say that fragrances are all bad. I mean, there are plenty of great fragrance houses that are using natural, safe materials to make up their fragrance. The problem is the lack of transparency. If it says fragrance, it can be up to 4,000 different things. So mm. personally, if something says fragrance on the label, unless I have already done research that tells me that's okay, I just dismiss it because I'm in a hurry usually if I'm shopping and, and mm -hmm. I just don't want to bother. So I avoid fragrance and petroleum personally. And phenoxyethanol is another one that okay. is a preservative ingredient. That, obviously parabens, but I mean, who uses parabens anymore? Too many people actually is the honest answer to that. Yeah. But there are, enough, <laughs> <laughs> there are enough that don't use it, but yeah. it's okay. So that's sort of the easiest thing. Um, the difference between you know, a lot of buzzwords, right? You've got clean, organic. Organic is a is a certification essentially or a standard by the USDA, US Department of Agriculture. And so it's specific to things that grow, which means that something like zinc, a mineral in a sunscreen, it can't be organic, but that's not bad. It just literally chemically can't because it doesn't grow. It's a rock. Mm -hmm. So um, organic is important or made with the organic ingredients is also regulated. You can only say made with the organic ingredients if you're at least 70%, at least in this country, organic. Other countries, it's 75%. Um, but so if something's saying it's made with organic ingredients, then they're taking a big risk by doing that if it's not true, because the FTA and the FDA could all come down on them and create a lot mm -hmm. of problems. So mm -hmm. looking for things that say made with organic means you're probably getting a very high level. Uh, okay. What we do is wild forage off of our 800 acre estate. Um, and it's all certified organic. So wild foraging is a new thing that's becoming trendy and interesting. Uh, it has a lot of benefits. In the case of our farm in Sicily, this is land that hasn't been cultivated for over 450 years. So the plants that are there are the most resilient plants. They have survived, they're, they're thriving, they have very high levels of the potent things in them that are beneficial for skin as well. So wild foraging has a lot of potential. The trick there, is that you can technically wild forage off the side of the five freeway and mm. it's going to be gross it's going to have all that pollution and exhaust right, and right there's not really any regulation there but um and i would love to say you know hey everybody look for wild things that are wild foraged off organic land but that would be unfair because it's almost impossible to find. I don't know anybody else besides us who's doing it. So of course, yeah, I think that's great, but it's yes. not practical for everybody. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I'd love to more know more about like the products that you guys offer mm -hmm. and like what those are, how you help women, um, and probably there's probably it's skincare for all. Am I? Yes. Okay, great. Absolutely. Excellent. <laughs> so yeah, tell us more about your products. Let's, let's hear more about what you guys are offering. I guess I kind of have an idea of what I think luxury skincare might be in comparison <laughs> to, but even tell us more about that, just so that we're like very clear on, on what it is. all of the additional reasons why you stand out besides wild you know, forged and organic and all of the other awesome things we've talked about. Uh, just tell us more, educate us, sure. give us, give okay. us a lowdown. <laughs> all right. My pleasure. Uh, so, well, so luxury, the word luxury is an industry term. Uh, people don't usually go out shopping saying, I'm going to buy some luxury skincare today. You know, that's <laughs> not really a thing. Uh, but the category of products would include brands like La Mer, 111 Skin, 
um, things that you would find in duty-free shops for the most part, like the really sort of price points of you know, maybe $150 to $200 and up. Um, so that's that tends to be, so places of distribution and then cost of products tends to be what makes something fall for in the industry term of premium or luxury. Um, so about Fertuna Skin, we launched with one product, which was our Porte per la Vitalita face and eye mm. serum. And the reason it says Porte per la Vitalita is because that means gateway to vitality. And when you walk onto this farm, there are literally these two giant wrought iron gates with two doves on them, which signify the, the Steve and Agatha, the owners, and our laurel wreath, which has beautiful mythological history wow. that's tied to Italy to it. So you open these amazing gates and you see streams of water that you can literally just go drink if you're thirsty from the ground wow. or from the little waterfalls yeah. and fields and forests and different elevations. It's, it's an incredible, it feels very enchanted. And so we wanted to represent that feeling on the products because that's where these things come from and they bring that energy. They have those you know, the benefits that come with truly clean, truly organic, um, highest potency, we wanted to, to represent that. So the other thing about the face and eye serum is that it's multi-benefit. Our original products, it's called the Core Collection. There are four now. Um, and Core is heart in Italian. So this is the sort of mm -hmm. foundation. It's the heart. These products are for all yeah. skin types. They are multi-purpose. Um, so the face and eye serum is both for face and eye. Generally, you see on the market two different products. You see an eye mm. cream and a face serum mm. or yeah. pore cream. Yeah, right. mm -hmm. So yeah, so this is ocularly tested and won't sting the eyes. It creates a lifting and depuffing for the eyes. And then overall, it helps even the skin tone. Really just brings about quite a, a glow. It's a little bit protective. Um, and then the first step, so that was the first product. And then we launched our transformation set, which includes that one plus two more products. And the idea here is as a, somebody, I, I have a, an esthetician's degree as well um, and wanted to really bring a professional approach. So if you were to go to an esthetician or go get a facial, like what, mm -hmm. what would they tell you? And the answer to that is pretty much a, a system um, of six steps. You wanna cleanse your face, exfoliate, and treat, moisturize, sunscreen, and then maybe enrich with other things. And so our first product in the transformation set is a micellar essence. And I'm not sure if you've been hearing about, micellar waters are becoming quite popular, so maybe you've yeah. heard about that. Um, but there really hadn't been any innovation in that category, and we wanted to, again, stay true to this sort of multi-purpose, all-skin-type philosophy for the Core Collection. So the micellar essence is a, it's a light pink, and that's because of the Ancusa azuria that's in it, and that's the name of a flower that we are the only skincare brand to, to bring that to market. It's got the highest level yeah, of antioxidants of any edible Mediterranean plant, um, and so we're bringing that incredibly high antioxidant potential to skin with this essence. So it both cleanses and tones, which means it's balancing the pH of the skin, supporting the, the ecosystem with essentially with prebiotics for the microflora of the skin. And then our second step is the face and eye serum to treat and moisturize. And then the third is a biphase oil. And what that means is it's got some water and some oil, but it's not emulsified like a cream. You actually shake it. And when huh. you shake it, those molecules combine and you're getting the benefits of both water-soluble nutrients and oil-soluble nutrients. So we take our plants and wild forage them and with the sound bath extraction method, 
pull out all the oil soluble nutrients into olive oil, extra virgin organic olive oil that's made on the farm. And then we take the same batch of fresh, but same plants batch and put it in olive leaf water. And olive leaves have the highest, I mean, incredibly high levels of polyphenols and antioxidants, like all kinds huh. of things, hydroxytyrosol, oleoropine, really, really good stuff for skin and for the whole body. Um, and so that biphase, you shake it up and it's got a complex in it of wild forage plants that we refer to as exposome 360. The idea there is to help protect against the environmental factors. Our skin didn't evolve in the ecosystem we're in right now. It didn't know, it didn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have a built-in way to deal with air pollution and mm. blue light from our devices. There's a right. car exhaust, like a lot mm -hmm. going on, especially in urban areas where uh, the skin's just not equipped to handle it. It didn't, it needs help. Mm -hmm. So the Exposome 360 is paired with a stabilized vitamin C and uh, stabilized because it's in an oil soluble base. So those three products really create a complete skincare system where you're cleansing and toning, supporting your microflora. First step, second step is getting, it's instant. When you use the face and eye serum, you, the fine lines very quickly diminish wow. and you see in a pretty immediate glow. And then the third one with the biphase is more about rebuilding collagen, protecting collagen, preventing elastin breakdown and um, and helping to defend against additional damage from the from the environment. So that's the, our transformation set. And then the fourth product is probably my favorite, although choosing a favorite is kind of like choosing a favorite child. I can't really do it. <laughs> uh, but I really love the replenishing balm. It's blue. It's got spirulina in it, which is what makes it blue. It looks yeah. like the Mediterranean Ocean. Oh, wow. And it's I use it as a night mask. So every night I put it on a ton. I like really lay it on thick and by the morning my skin's absorbed it all. And then I can just use the micellar essence to kind of wipe away the night, yeah. you know, any sleep yeah. or what have you that does. And so those are our initial products. We have a lot more planned. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I'm even just thinking like, yeah, environmental, but also just like the environment and my household and how that's changed and all the stress that's on my body and on my yeah. skin right now. Like a lot of people yeah. where, you know, we're all trying to, you know, it's the, it's the year of DIY and everything. <laughs> true. It's really true. Just remember self-massage. Like when you do your own skincare routine, if you close your eyes instead of looking in the mirror and then just kind of find your muscles and use mm. little circles, like little circles are your best friend when it comes to mm. face massage and even cleansing. Um, it's, it completely transforms that sort of self-care routine to give yeah. yourself a little massage Ooh, while you do it. Try that. <laughs> so where can we find your products? Are they only available on your website or where can we shop and find them? You can find them uh, in a couple of places. One at fortunaskin.com and that's spelled with a U because that's the Sicilian spelling of fortune. F-U-R-T-U-N-A. Uh, so fortunaskin.com, also Neiman Marcus. And um, I believe blue mercury in like a week so Excellent. we'll be in the stores yeah the stores that are open plus online for blue mercury right oh my gosh and then this is so amazing. next next yeah. month also goop excellent yes i'm very very, very that's about a, that. <laughs> yeah that's an alignment that seems like right up both of yeah. your valleys like how perfect is that yeah, so awesome oh my gosh this is incredible i feel like we could learn so much from you today um we'll just have to have you back on the show 
I'd love to come back. And hearing the evolution of what's happening. I always love those follow-up things too. It's just so great to hear. And again, just congratulations. What an exciting thing to happen, especially during just so, you know, we can all focus on like all the things that are going wrong, but there's a lot of things going right for you in your world. And congratulations. That's very exciting. I'd love to wrap up today with hearing a couple of um, things from you. We like to ask all of our guests. Uh, First one would be, are there any books, podcasts, things that you kind of regularly tap into aside from the book Play Bigger uh, (laughs) that you would like to share with us? And so maybe we can tap into those as well and see if they help us on our journey. Yeah, so I would love to. There have been really a couple. Um, One in particular that was truly transformational for me is called The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. You know that one? I do, yes. My background is in the real estate world and that's where Gary Keller lives, right? So um, yes, that's, that book is, I am very familiar with it. It's a great book. I love that one. Love that one. And then from a leadership perspective and working with teams or being a team member, um, Radical Candor by Kim mm. Scott has been mm. truly transformational to me. She has a couple charts in that book that I have like printed out and kind of remind, I put them up and remind myself when it comes to Amazing. getting team alignment. Yeah. Really great. Especially virtually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Great. Okay. Those are fabulous. And then what, um, if you could sum up your 25 years of experience, like actively (laughs) in your industry and kind of pull out a couple of top tips for success that you'd like to share with our audience, what would those be for the women on their individual journeys that are listening? Uh, So not industry specific. I think these really, really apply to any industry. And so what my first one comes right off the heels of the one thing and paired with something from another wonderful book, but it's do your one thing early in the morning. So if you have just one thing, like lists are important, calendaring is important, Mm -hmm. sure. But if there's one thing that you can get done and feel a sense of accomplishment, Mm -hmm. write it down, make it the, the, at least in the first couple of hours of your day, because our willpower runs out, really. Like the easy things to do need to be done at the end of the day and the hard mm-hmm. things need to be done at the beginning of the day. But Agreed, most importantly, yes. after it's done, like recognize it, appreciate it, pat yourself on the back for it. Tell a few people that it's done, like celebrate it. One yeah. thing every day. <laughs> I love like that. That's a useful one. Um, another thing that uh, that I think applies more to women, but we talk a lot about delegation. You know, I need to be a better delegator and oh, wouldn't it be good? And I feel like delegation could be better framed for people if they think about it in terms of finance. You're making financial decisions with how you spend your time, whether in in all cases, our time is finite. And so if you want to, like I want to and have always worked on, make better financial decisions, then think of delegating as, as little financial decisions every day. And if you want to make mm. good financial decisions, make delegating decisions because yeah. you have to preserve your time for other things. So I like that one. And then the third is about engaging reciprocity and it's about oxytocin and filling up our tanks. 
So first one was very much about like celebrating your own success, but then this one is a reminder that when you give a gift in the exchange of giving gifts, and I think of acts of service, you know, doing something for somebody is a gift. Um, it's actually the gift giver who gets the biggest hit of oxytocin. The, like mm. the best feeling comes for the mm -hmm. gift giver. And mm -hmm. so on, when things get harder, when you're having a rough day, um, give someone a gift. And maybe that's mentoring call. Maybe it's a, you know, hey, you're doing a great job and here's what I love about your work. Maybe, you know, who knows? It could be anything. But if you want to cheer yourself up, give, give something away. Yeah. That's, those are incredible. I love those. And they're so unique, you know, with as many interviews as we do, like some, you know, there's a lot of like common themes and mm -hmm. like the top tips for success. I love these so unique. Also just how you presented even the delegation, the time in a different way is just really hitting pretty powerful for me right now. So if anything, if no one else gets anything from it, I'm getting so much. So that is a huge honor. Thank yeah. Yes. So how do we connect with you from here? Are you on social? Is your brand? Tell us where we can follow you and your brand and learn more. Um, we have the website and, and where else can we find you? I'm on Kim Walls, L-A, K-I-M-W-A-L-L-S-L-A, -L -L um, on Instagram. And I post about all the stuff there, the brands and Excellent. skincare tips and, um, and you'll find everything. Great. Okay, then we'll follow you there. Kim, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. You're most welcome. Thank you. I really appreciate the chance to be here to get to listen and share ideas. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the She Lucy podcast. If you enjoyed it, would you do us a favor? Would you go on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review? And then also while you're there, go ahead and share the podcast with your fellow female leaders. Also be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and to get the latest information about the She Leads Me community and see what we're up to. We will see you next time.